Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. So pumped to have you guys with me, and I hope you've been enjoying this series talking about things I wish I knew as a new realtor. We've had some amazing guests so far, and today is certainly no exception. We've got Noah Ward with us. Noah's been on the show before, uh, and he's back to share something he wished he knew when he became a new realtor. He's a realtor there in Sarasota, Florida, crushing it, thousands of followers on TikTok, and has grown his business so much through social media. You know, and Noah's been on the show before. Like Noah's an example of like, there is no excuse why you can't have success. He he looks young and I still joke with him and give him a hard time, but he moved to a new area there in Florida. He looked young. He had no sphere of influence, no presence, anything. And that could have been a billion reasons to not have success, but he's absolutely crushing it. And so Noah, thanks so much. Welcome back to the show. Good to have you here again. Well, I appreciate you having me on, John. Third time's a charm, right? That's right, buddy. Well, let's jump right into it. Um, tell us, you know, I know I told you about the series, Things You Wish You Knew as a New Realtor. So I'm going to let you kind of jump in and share what you wish you would have known when you became a realtor. Yeah. So for me, when I got into the real estate business, I was 19 years old. I moved to a completely new state, didn't obviously know anyone there at the time. And, you know, I was trying to take advice from a lot of different agents, you know, just picking their brains, you know, seeing what was most common, what was going to be the most popular, what most agents saw the most success with realistically. And I was like, okay, well, I'll maybe mirror them. Right. And, you know, so I was just trying to go after deal after deal after deal after deal. I was just trying to get a transaction and one transaction after another, after another, after another. That was my whole like mindset was like transaction after transaction and continue going with that. Right. And ultimately I was like, okay, I will hit it big if I just keep focusing on every transaction and just going to the next lead, next lead, just keep moving forward. And as you know, the past couple of years have gone on, especially in the past, in the last 12 months, I think has really been a whole, a whole shift in the mindset. And that was mainly to focus and prioritize relationships over transactions. Because like, I know a lot of agents that we, you know, that we work with together is that, you know, they're like, oh, well, I just want to get more leads, or I just want to get more transactions, more leads. But at the end of the day, it does great in the short term. But what does it do for you in the long term, right? If you always are focusing on transactions, if you're always focusing on getting leads, that's a very short sighted thing. And once that short sighted thing runs out, what are you left with? You're really not left with much of anything. So that's why I really have been focusing on trying to build quality relationships versus quality leads or transactions. Because at the end of the day, yes, they may not turn into a transaction very fast. Or if even if they do, I want to keep that relationship going on for years and years and years, especially with the more higher end clients that have a lot of properties, luxury properties. I'll tell you the one guy um, one of my investors I've been working with, I got him through social media, through TikTok, and that allowed me to do a couple smaller deals with him. And then I got my $4 million listing, waterfront property listing here. And we're talking about listing a $5 million vacant piece of land on the water right now. And that wouldn't have happened if I was just focused on that one transaction before and just cut them out, basically very cold, very business-like. And honestly, I feel like that's where I'm going to see the most amount of growth moving forward in the next 12 months is just building those relationships versus playing the numbers game, you know? 
Well, and I love what you say. And what I think is so interesting is because you could have done right a, a few deals for a few hundred thousand. And that's why I, I always say to people, the, the price point doesn't matter. I've sold. I still remember one of the craziest months in my business was I listed and up here, right in Lancaster, we don't have $4 million properties. You know, we're selling two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars houses. So what was so interesting was that I took a deal to list a like million dollar home. A one it ended up, you know, listing at 1.35 million. And then the next day I took a listing to list a fifty thousand dollar mobile home. And I gave the same level of service to each of them because I think I think what realtors need to really know when you get into this business is maybe someone, for instance, like as a new realtor, listen to this, maybe that person has like no credit or can't keep a job or whatever. Well, guess what? They might know someone or be related to someone that is a billionaire and buying investment properties all over. And so now, again, you don't just treat people nice because they have money. You care about people in general. And normally, if you can do that, that will lead to success in your business because you will find the people. The more you grow, you'll find the people selling, you know, four million, five million dollar listings. Right, exactly. And another thing, and you touched on this too, is like you were looking at $1.3, $1.4 million house, and then you went to go look at a $50,000 property. And like a lot of agents here around Sarasota, they asked me like, okay, no, you're you're doing pretty well. Why are you still bothering with $20,000 vacant lots? Yes. Right? And the commission, honestly, like the commission here is like $300, $400 for a vacant lot. It's the same amount of work as if I was to sell a million dollar house, right? And get a $30,000 commission check, for example. But like a lot of people are like, they're like, why are you doing this? And like on the back end, like for me, and I explained to them, I'm like, listen, like people buy land, for example, why do they buy land? They're not just going to buy land because you can't really do anything with raw land. What they're going to be doing eventually, maybe six, 12 months down the road is they're going to be building a house. So if you keep that relationship with those people you're able to then potentially get the builder side of the things, right? So last year I sold about 50 vacant lots to different clients. So what does that look like? That could be 50 potential home builds. And if the average home build is around $400,000, $500,000, it's not that bad of a day's work, you know? And I think a lot of people, like I said, go to that short-sighted aspect just because they want that commission check. They want that transaction. They want they want to buy a new car or whatever that may be, but they're not really focusing on the long term. And I think that a lot of people get burnt out in real estate is because they're always chasing the money versus going after and nurturing the relationship. Mm, so good. Chasing the money. I think it's also, you know, it reminds me, I know Jeremy Kane and a lot of the Wolfpack and I'm there with Noah love Ed Milet. Ed Milet talks about like the power of one more. You could be like, oh, I'm tired. I won't go show this land. Well, you don't know the connections that's going to have. And it's been fun watching you. I know there's certain things you can't share that we kind of shared being friends, but like the flights you get to go on, the people you get to meet in Las Vegas, the celebrities, the, the sports people, right? I remember one time I'm watching a playoff game and you're like, oh yeah, I just hung out with this person from the Vikings. Like that would have never happened had you not put yourself out there and been willing to kind of like overcome some fears we talked about at the beginning with getting on TikTok and when you were on the you know podcast previously and then the membership call, you talked about like, I had every reason to not want to do it. There's always comments. There's always doubters. There's always going to be people tearing you down. And what you've focused on is, you know, build those relationships and it's worked. So, you know, I love that relationships over transactions. What's like a practical way for agents listening to this to say, here's like a practical way you can just value relationships rather than just the next deal. 
So for me, and a lot of people are different, obviously, everyone carries, conducts business differently. But how I do it is every person that is going to be showing a house or that I'm showing a house to, and I, I try to be, you know, I show about five to eight properties to them, for example, in one day. And so what I do is I try to build a relationship with that person while they're in town, get to know them, get to know their family, get to know what their hobbies are, and really build a true connection that way. Because then when we go under contract, I stay in touch with them, keep up with them, nurture them. And then I reach out to them, you know, just keep following up and just like ta having a casual conversation, basically, and not really talking about, oh, by the way, are you interested in selling a property? No, it's more like, hey, do you want to go to play a round of golf? That's, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's how my conversations go. And I think that's honestly the most productive thing a real estate agent could do is just get to know your client a little bit better. Mm hmm. Oh, I love that because I think, you know, and I talk often and you know this about social media. Well, I feel like I'm on a few calls every week with people about joining the membership and they're like, well, I do this on social media. I do that. And I look at their page and I'm like, it's all business. Like, what's your interest? What's your hobbies? What's your family about? You know, one of the things I've tried to do is like, I'm going to be myself, right? Like you, you know, you travel a lot. So you share that stuff. Some people will be like, well, why do you share your travels on social media? Well, it builds connections. Maybe the person that you meet is like, oh my goodness, how was your trip to Vegas? I love it there. Things like that are going to come up. People are lurking on social media and they'll see that and it can be a conversation starter. Or like you love your car, right? That, you know, you got your car that stands out, the blue car. People, you'll, I'm sure you have conversations all the time with clients about cars and how fast it is, what they like about their car. Does that stuff come up as well? Oh, it's a conversation starter. I mean, that's the that's the thing. Like whether you're posting on your Instagram stories, posting a video, me driving around in my car that's bright blue, it's a conversation <laughs> starter, right? It's at least something to break the ice. You know, when I initially meet with a client, you know, for the first time, you know, obviously I have Zoom calls, phone calls, but when they fly down. And we meet up like, oh, that's a great, that's a nice car. I love that color. I haven't really seen that color. It's a conversation starter. It just breaks the ice. And I think that it leads to more of a natural conversation. Mm -hmm. Well, and two, it's, it's not like you're like, hey, so what's your budget? What's this? You sit down. You know, we sat there and we know each other, but like we sat there when I was in Florida, grabbed Starbucks and like, we talked about cars for sure for a little bit. It's like something people like to talk about cars, sports, things like that to break the ice. That's so cool, man. Um, and it's it's so impressive watching what you're doing. And it's really cool just seeing like your development from transaction to next transaction to now, hey, how can I build relationships with people? And it makes you the guy that people want to work with. Like instead of just, oh, I'm doing this deal. I'm, you know, and you've told me this that agents come to you because they see you doing something different and they want you to teach them and things like that. Well, that's because that kind of stuff works, kind of connecting, you know, the car piece for sure, relationships, those kinds of things, you know, when you travel, sharing that. So it's really cool, man. Super proud of you. Um, but yeah, that's really cool. And we're excited to see you continue, you know, growing on this journey. And we appreciate you coming on the show today. Uh, anything else you want to share about just the relationship piece before we end our time? So for me, I think the biggest thing I can say is whether it be relationships over transactions or just the real estate business in general, I just want to say like consistency is key. Consistency is a key to success. Whether you're consistently building relationships with people, whether you're consistently putting out content, whatever that may be, as long as you're consistent doing it for as long as you possibly can, I think that's the best way that any agent will be able to see success in this business.
Yeah. So Noah, certainly appreciate you coming on. Tell people, you know, maybe they're in the Sarasota area and looking to connect with you or even, you know, I know social media is where a lot of people can follow you. You've grown your, I checked the other day. What is it? 40 something thousand on your TikTok now? I think it's a little over 41,000 so far. Yeah. 42, something like that. It's wild. Anytime I bust Noah's chops, he'll, he can just send me a screenshot. John, I got 40,000 followers. What are you doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, awesome. Well, where can people connect with you or find you or follow you on social? Yeah. So I think the best place is my Instagram. That's where I'm most active. So it's Noah.Underscore.Ward. And that's where you can follow me or message me. Awesome, dude. Appreciate you so much. Thanks for coming on the show and uh, congratulations on your continued success. And thanks for being with us today. Sounds good. I appreciate it, John. Yo, I hope you guys appreciated that that time I had with Noah Ward. Absolutely crushing it. I'm super impressed by what he's doing. Make sure you, you know, check him out on the Instagram he mentioned. And I just think, you know, this is so cool. Relationships over transactions. Guys, this is all real estate is. It's a relationship business. I'll keep saying it to you guys. I'll keep saying it till I'm blue in the face. This is a relationship business. You know, you know, it's been really cool to watch Noah's transition from just trying to get deals to build relationships. And that's what gets him right. These four million, five million dollar listings. And again, you know, I loved how he said, oh, well, people ask him, why would you bother with vacant land where it's a couple hundred dollars? Well, because it's, you know, land that gets him connected to a builder and then selling houses for hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not one, two, three, now four and five million. So it's all about relationships, how you connect with people. Yes, on social media, but also in person, phone calls, et cetera. So Noah, thanks for being an amazing guest. And thank you all so much for listening today. Hope you enjoyed this interview with Noah. Thanks so much for listening. And I'll see you guys on our next episode. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.